Hold on. I gotta call the girls. Hey. Hey, cousin. Hey, girl. All right, let's get into it. Thank you for listening to Calling the Girls Podcast. <laughs> All right, what's up, everyone? And welcome to Calling the Girls Podcast. My name is Stephanie. Hey, it's Faye. Hey, it's Jasmine. Hey, it's Crystal. Hi, it's Kirsten. And we are the co-hosts of your favorite Girl Talk podcast located on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This is episode seven of season one, a series in which we are calling Putting Me First. In this season, we'll be focusing on elevating ourselves, maintaining our spirituality, falling in love with ourselves, and learning to love others. Today's episode topic is... Preparing for the transformation. <laughs> but before we get deep into our girl talk, Jasmine, can you start us off with some words of wisdom? Okay, so hey, y'all. So as we know, it, we've been taking the time to show recognition for Black History Month to our Black women. Well, today I want to recognize Miss Maya Angelou. She was born April 4th, 1928 till May 28, 2014. Miss Angelou became the first black female streetcar conductor in San Francisco, California in the 1940s. Um, and also Maya Angelou's 1969 autobiography, um, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sing, was one, was the first nonfiction bestseller on the African-American woman. I remember that was one of the books that I'm not sure if y'all was introduced to that book in high school, but that was one. that book right there was what really drew oh, me yeah. close to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Oh, another thing um, I wanted to say was that, um, Maya Angelou, she cited one of her poems at the former President Bill Clinton's 1993 inaugural ceremony, uh, which made the first inaugural uh, recite, you know, recitation since uh, 1960. Um, what else would I like to tell y'all? It's so much, you know, a wonderful, phenomenal lady. Um, one thing that I did not know was that... Um, after Martin Luther King was assassinated, he was assassinated on April 14th, her birthday. And um, in 1968, and Angelou stopped celebrating her birthday for years afterwards. That was mm-hmm. something that I found that was interesting that I did not know. Mm-hmm. Um, they said she was, she was silenced for five years too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodness. And she also wrote 36 books and published cookbooks as well. I wish I had known that. I didn't know that she published cookbooks. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing it's a, to know. It's the 36 books for me. I wrote one. Yes. Girl, and I was like, girl, yes. yes. I know <laughs> she it. She wrote 36 little things. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's, that's amazing. A phenomenal woman. And, you know, just wonderful. And there was a quote that she used to always say that stood out. Um, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. And I know mm-hmm. that we talked about this before in previous episodes and being in situations where, you know, 
we can't change our situations, but changing our mindset is what helped us get through it. So that mm-hmm. really touched me. Um, so with that being said, I would like to say a prayer for all of us in this audience. If you're listening and you may not be spiritual or religious, that's okay. I would like to pray over you anyway. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another day to come together on Calling the Girls platform. Today, Lord, we ask that you make us know your way. Teach us your path. Lead us to your truth and teach us for you are the God of our salvation. And Father God, we also pray that for the li- for the listeners that are listening, we pray that something touch them, that they be inspired, Father God, and that they be filled with joy after um, hearing us on tonight. So we thank you and we praise you and we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your love in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Yes, ma'am. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Um, so I am so excited to tell you guys that we actually have a guest. I don't know if y'all caught that in the intro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but my friend Kirsten KKF is joining um, Calling the Girls podcast today. So welcome, welcome. We are so excited that you're able to join us. No, I'm super excited to be here. Sorry for messing up y'all's um, introduction. I don't know. No, if no, 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 no. That's, you, you, that's really you right. Because some people don't do that. You actually are supposed to. And I guess we kind of bad without telling them, like, hey, say your name when we say our name. But yeah, girl, you fit right in. You a natural. <laughs> <laughs> So most of y'all probably don't know this, but me and Kirsten, along with Jerome, we actually had a podcast called Brunchella. And I miss Brunchella. Brunchella was lit. Yes. Brunchella was super lit. Yeah, so we kind of did a lot um, there on Brunchella. And also we were on iHeartRadio together. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we kind of experienced um, both sides. But what have you been up to? Um, so for no one, no one on this podcast knows me, but I'll introduce myself. My name is yeah. Kristen Camper. Um, I'm actually a student more than anything. I'm getting my PhD in clinical psychology. And Ooh. so I'm actually in my last year of my program, getting ready for match day coming up. Um, so a lot of exciting things, getting ready to move out of Atlanta and you know just really celebrating Black History Month you know mm-hmm. rooting for everybody black and just trying to finish up this day to my community yes um we, that, that's good I was gonna say so I know you said that you're in school um and I'm so happy because Kirsten been in school for a little minute y'all like, I, like, I think <laughs> time I met her she's been in school so I'm so proud of you for sticking with it and not giving up tell us what's your day-to-day like routine look like like I know you in school um what what is that what's your natural routine um so this year I really have tried to be a lot more intentional um Mm. just with things and so for me I've noticed that my intentionality works best when I have a schedule. Um, yeah. And when I don't have a schedule, my day is kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. So for this year, a goal of mine has been to like write out my schedule every night before the next day, um, making sure that like in the morning I'm incorporating some type of Christianity, listening to like a God podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Right now I've been going through like the Bible in a year. So oh, yeah. I normally try to hit up the gym in the morning 
um, do that podcast. And I guess, like, throughout the day, I'm just, like, trying to get schoolwork done. Um, I'm also in the military, so some days I have to report in. And so I'm just trying to, like I said, be really intentional about setting goals this year. Um, I ain't got no man, but I really want a man. So (laughs) (laughs) focus on myself and like pour into myself each day. And for me, the biggest thing with that is going to the gym and just making sure that I'm connecting with God every day. Um, God is the most important thing in my life. And so to me, it is very important that I have time carved out each of my day, just like spending time with God and just learning the word. And I feel like Mm-hmm. This year, it has really made a huge impact just on my mm-hmm. eyes. So, um, yeah, I think that's, like, my – I try to get, like, my meals in every day, like, do some cooking. That don't always happen, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but that's one thing we kind of, like, stick to on this podcast. We always talk about putting God first, like, hence to why we pray before we even start the podcast because we know none of this couldn't have happened without God. Um, so, basically, we have four different women – never even well besides me I know all of them but um but it's all four of us right and everyone lives in um a different area we have Jasmine she's located in North Carolina Crystal's in South Carolina and um Fatima she's in uh Texas so like bringing all of us together like you know that that was nothing but God and mm-hmm. building the 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 this this platform that we have we built this because a lot of women don't have like a girl talk like a girl group like how like how we have right now like mm-hmm. you know when we were in um when we was in Atlanta Kirsten we was always able to like get together do these you know girls talk and have brunch together but you know like coming to South Carolina it's <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely not like that so you know I'm kind of glad we still have something like this and opening up this um platform to other people to be able to come on here and join and share their story um now you talk about your profession um what made you get into your career um I guess like for me Outside of Christianity, the next thing that is super salient in my identity is just me being a Black woman in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it has always been this idea, you know, how can I give back to my community? And to me, mental health has always been an issue within the Black community, mm-hmm. um, yeah. providing resources. And even just now with this idea of, you know, the LGBT community becoming more prominent, especially like within the Black community. Um mm-hmm. My idea just has always been, like, how can I give back to my community? And to me, psychology is something that we need to work on in the Black community. You know, we talk yep. a lot about Black home, uh, we talk a lot about Black Lives Matter and defunding the police. But, you know, what are some things that we can actually do for our community? So yeah. actually strengthen our community and providing resources, talking more at the table, you know. Um, mm-hmm. making guys feel like they can have feelings and express their mm-hmm. feelings. Um, mm-hmm. That's a big one. A big yes. one. So I think that has always motivated me professionally, just being able to know that I'm going to give back to my community one day um, yeah. and the impact that I'm going to have. So you mentioned... It. You mentioned like, you know, having the men to be able to speak up and express their feelings. Um, I know you said that you were single, but when it comes down <laughs> to dating, like how is that when it, when you're dating? Do you feel like more men open up to you when you're dating? Do they feel like they're more, you know, conservative? Like how, how is it when you're dating now um, and just trying to leave that open space for them to communicate their feelings? 
Um, you know, that's a really good question. And I noticed that I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I like you to talk to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I make it very known that, like, you know, express yourself. Like, we are not in traditional times. Um, you do not have to, like, I, I think I make it very known on the first date type stuff. Like, we are 50-50 in this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. or that's what I'm looking for in a partner. I'm not looking for, like, anyone to be, like, traditional. Of course, like, some things should be traditional. But the idea of being able to talk to my partner and letting him know, um, you know, we share things with one another. Like, you can cry. Like, and I think that, I don't know, I guess that's just something that I talk about. And I think a lot of guys, too already come to me with this idea that because I'm in the field of psychology they can Mm -hmm. open up more to me um I've noticed that a lot and the further I get into like my career I've noticed that the guys that I date really take take my job serious so yeah um when I tell them what I'm doing it's kind of like oh okay well like you know um well I'll give you an example so I was dating this guy for a while and you know to me everyone should have a therapist everyone yeah. everyone should have a therapist especially like any black male and so mm-hmm. something that i i know that i promote within my relationship is this idea of going to see a therapist mm-hmm. um I and couples therapy too oh yeah for sure like so whenever guys have things going on and they're telling me all these issues i'm like have you seen a therapist like you know really normalizing the idea of talking to someone mm-hmm. um and what i've noticed is like out of two relationships that i've had the guys that I've dated have actually gone and get, gotten a therapist. And wow. they'll be like, oh my God, like, I didn't know that a therapist could, like, be so helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think we know until we are introduced to something. And yeah. so we don't know. If we're not introduced to it, you know, we don't know. But once we open our eyes up to something, we try something, most people tend to like therapy. Um, we just got to try it. Yeah. Yeah, so looking at, reflecting over your life, um, how have you changed as a person, um, like, you know, throughout your lifespan, compared, compared to, like, the the old Kirsten, then the new Kirsten, or the lady that you're transitioning to, because at the end of the day, we're all trying to get to, like, our higher self, um, so how do you feel like you've, um, reflecting over your life, how you um, changed as a person? Um, so again, this is where I'm going to say my Christianity like will take a majority of a place. Um, I think the older that I get, the more my relationship grows with God, and that really mm-hmm. changes my life. Um, it's this idea of the older I get, I know that everything is always going to work out for me. Um, mm-hmm. That's what God promised me, right? So if that's what He promised me, you know, then I can look in this world completely different than as like a kid. I would navigate the world with all of these. I guess, um, concerns and like, what if this doesn't work out? What if this doesn't work out? But I've gotten to the point now where it's kind of like, okay, you should be able to trust God so much and his plan so much in your life that when things don't work out, it doesn't bother you. Um, yeah. and that's what yeah. I've gotten to in my life where it's kind of like the good or the bad, everything was supposed to happen, but there's mm-hmm. always a reason as to why something happens. Um, yeah. I'm a lot more confident just knowing my relationship with God. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's one thing I always say, too, is that no matter what you go through, the good or the bad, God is still the good. Like he's still good no matter what. Mm -hmm. And what what the devil meant for evil, God meant it for good. So I always try to remind people that, too, like, you know, whatever situation that you're in is used for the greater good. Amen. Yeah. Okay. so um, one last thing I wanted to ask. Okay, so what? is um because you recently had a birthday right 
Yes. Um, tell everybody when was your birthday? Um, my birthday was January the 16th. I'm a true Capricorn. Okay. <laughs> Happy okay. belated birthday. Happy belated. Thank you, yes, guys. Jasmine, you heard what she said. Now she's I Capricorn. Know <laughs> I've been blessed with so many Capricorns in my life. Listen, that's what we do. We bless your lives. Okay, <laughs> okay so uh, what is next like for you? What's your next chapter looking like? You're you know you're in a new chapter you just celebrated your birthday so what's the next what's your next chapter looking like um I guess it's really like getting ready for this move outside of Atlanta um I think the transition from going out of school into the work life is Mm -hmm. major um I like you said Stephanie I've been in school for so long uh like 10 years straight at least like with undergrad and just grad school put together I've always been in school. So I think I'm really excited just to like become an adult, um, move out of Atlanta, really see what it's like to be in the work field, um, Mm -hmm. really indulge myself in the military life and just travel. Like I'm super open to traveling, seeing the world Mm -hmm. and the idea of settling down with someone um, and trying to make sure they match my level. Yeah. By the way, y'all, Kirsten IG is fire. Like, she like <laughs> when you talk about traveling, she got the little um almost Tiana Taylor body going on. Stephanie is tapping, tapping. <laughs> Let me yeah. see. What's the what's the what's the Instagram? Right. Oh my God. Give them your Instagram, girl, because y'all need to follow K Camp, y'all. She's a whole vibe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, just to throw my Instagram out there, you know, I'll take the followers. Um it's <laughs> Underscore, <laughs> underscore K Camper. I am doing like a social media cleanse right now though, so I won't be like accepting anything. But as soon as I get out of my social media cleanse, I will accept and follow everyone back. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And um before well we are one, I just want to say again that we are happy that you are be you were able to be a part of the show today. Um yes. so we are going to transition. We're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, we are, we like to do like this mini, like icebreaker slash game. Um, we played this game last week. Uh, Faye wasn't here. So we kind of just bringing it back, bringing it back. And since Kirsten, this is your first time on the show. Um, we think that this would be pretty good. Uh, so this one is, would you rather relationship edition? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So go ahead. Um, Faye, take the floor. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) And this 10. is for everybody, too. So. Yes, for everybody. So y'all all going to answer. I got <laughs> 10 questions for you. Um, so the first one, would you rather your partner buy you a gift or make you one? Being that it was just a Valentine's Day, like, y'all go first and then I'm going to go. Oh, y'all go first. <laughs> okay. Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Oh, oh my god yeah you gotta buy me something baby <laughs> you can make something okay. that's cool but you know buy me something too okay okay jasmine i knew you was gonna call my name <laughs> okay i felt it um okay so me 
I'm a person like your time is more important to me than you buy me anything. So I would have to say, make me something. It could be dinner, like it could be a card, it could be something that's heartfelt that comes from you. Like oh, I find, I find true <laughs> joy in things that come from the heart that you know the people make. So that's cute. I would okay. say that. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. I mean, I Crystal. I think- I think mine, it just depends on what it is. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Ain't no depends. You, right. you either it want is. something or you want him to make you something. I mean, I don't want him to make me anything but food. Like, everything else, I need you to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> you can make me some dinner. Yeah, that's cool, but because, you know, a lot of days, these days, a lot of people can't cook. But I, I'm okay with you making me some dinner, but I would prefer for you to go buy me something. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think I agree. I don't that. want no arts and craft project. Like, <laughs> Hell well, no. I, I want all the arts and crafts. <laughs> In regards to, because I agree with Jasmine on what, when she said that you know, the time is the most important thing. I agree with that 100%. Like, you can give me your time. But you can do that any day. But like, just because you know Valentine's Day was, just, I want something about. Don't make it happen. <laughs> any other time, we, any other time, you can be sweet and you know try. But on Valentine's Day, you better go all out. What you talking about? Period. Period. <laughs> okay. Okay. So next one. Next one. Would you rather be in an unbalanced relationship where you love them more? Or they love you more. Mm, they gotta love me more. Ooh, Faye, you yeah, coming with I'll the question? <laughs> I don't want to love him more than he love me because yeah. I can. I love hard. Like when mm-hmm. I start loving That's you, it, I, yeah. my my love can get obsessive. So I need you to top that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everybody agrees, or does anybody disagree? No disagreements. Okay, <laughs> I agree too. I agree because first of all, the man is always supposed to love the woman more. That keeps that's what keeps it right mm-hmm. and tight. If you know, if you loving him more than he love you, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I feel. Well, I don't see it as being toxic. I think you know, women love to feel secure. So by right. a man professing their love, by a man showing a woman, okay, their love for them. Then that that brings security. So I think that's why that yeah there's an agreement on that one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next question: Would you rather be with a jealous partner or a distant one? Mm. <sighs> that's a hard one. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-mm. Girl, how I'm, jealous? How like, jealous? I like, like, I jealous or, so for, like, like for the you, if I can't have I'm you, nobody else can. Jealous? No, I'm gonna say that the jealousy. Okay, we're just gonna say it's not stalkerish or or no crazy mess, but it's like you know he be tripping. Like nigga, stop being jealous. Like relax. 
So is it like, are y'all familiar? Are y'all familiar with sisters? Are we talking like Andy and Gary type relationship where Gary is like, I don't want no man Good. looking at you type jealous? He be scaring me sometimes though. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh-uh. I'll take the distant lover. I don't want nobody jealous. I don't want But distant like- lover is like if we, oh, I would prefer a jealous one just because at least I know, like, okay, you care, like, <laughs> just don't, just don't, just don't be stupid. You can be jealous <laughs> all day, just don't be mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, really jealous. I don't want no man that's not, that's not, that's not really because like, distance is like. Is that? Right, distance but, is like I'm laying in the bed. You don't even care. Like you, right? I feel like we laying beside like, each I'm, other. I'm I done will cry. Up. I'm cute. You ain't even acknowledged me. <laughs> but look, like, but that's when right. your self confidence come in. So it's like yeah, if you want to be distant. Yeah. I can I can make up in my mind whether I need you or not. You know, because of my that's my, emotional though. That's you know what I'm yeah, but but, but my think about is, it. It's like it's like if he is that type of man, like. I mean, I I don't know, I I don't know, cause I just I, uh uh-uh. uh. Don't both in the trash. Child. Need, just get rid of both of them. Right, but my thing is with jealousy, is it really a cap with how jealous you could get? You know what I'm saying? Cause jealous is really broad, so it's like, yeah, but you look, can't really. But look, like I said. You can be jealous all day, sir. Don't get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't get stupid. Meaning, don't, don't, don't be talking to me outside of your neck when we out in public, all crazy, acting like a crazy man. And don't now that's- never, don't Not for dare raise your hand like you finna do something. Right. Or raise your voice at me. Either. Raise- don't I don't play. care about the raising the voice because that turn a bitch y'all. I ain't even coming. <laughs> Because no, I'm was, I'm an Aries, so I I I'm 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 a firecracker anyway. Girl. Oh yeah. Who so, said throw them both in the trash? I'm with that. Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> throw them both away. I don't want neither. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next question. Would you rather him be a night owl or early riser? Early riser. Early mm-hmm. riser. Early riser. I don't want yeah. him out night though. Mm-mm. Yes, yes. Agreeance. Everybody's agreed. Okay, so next one. Would you rather your partner be a great cook or a, a great cook and messy around the house or a horrible cook but neat? Horrible cook but horrible neat. Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Horrible cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I cuz I I rather I rather my man know how to cook so I don't have to all the time. And when he do cook, the food be good. I clean up his little drawers or whatever. Girl, I, 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 mean, I have I have a messy one and I and he's a good cook, so I, I can't really say because um <laughs> he messy, but I would I'm I'm OCD, so it don't I will freaking I'm gonna clean up. Regardless. Yeah, I will clean up anyway, like because yeah, that's how I am. But like, the I, cooking, I have to, everything he can throw down in the a kitchen now. way anyway, so I'm okay with cleaning up, but. Yeah, I would prefer him know how to uh, feed me because I like to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so next question. Would you rather be with someone who snores loudly or has bad breath? Ooh. Um, I'll take the snores. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I can't even smell, so... But still, I don't want you. I don't don't want to be out here knowing that your breath stinks and I can't smell. That means everybody else can. Mm Mm-mm. I say snores. I Most of the time, me snore, snore anyway. anyway. <laughs> they snore mm-hmm. anyway. 
I, I, I had, um, I remember I dated this guy. He snores so loud, y'all. Like, I literally was, I literally was up all night. Like, I watched the sun go down. <laughs> I watched it come right back up. And when I left, when I left, like, I told him, I was like, look, you gonna have to. I ain't see. See, that's how I know I can do the snores because I ain't just cut them off. I was like, we're gonna have to. You gonna have to get some of them strips or something. Cause, like, I was asleep. <laughs> you was loud, and then they be all in your ears. Mm-hmm. And be want to hold you, like move. I can't even. Be, I can't sleep like this. <laughs> Don't let it be after sex. They really going hard. Oh my god, girl. So nobody says bad breath. Mm-mm. I had yeah. to hit him with the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Number. Where we at? Where we at? Number seven. Would you rather be with a partner who never shaves or one who never cuts their toenails? Mm. First of all, I you take, gotta get I those grizzly bear. Cut. Because I'll you're not going to be bear because me don't with cut your toes. toes if you don't cut your toes. <laughs> no, like that's so disgusting. Like, ooh, I just get it. <laughs> I can't. I can't do the toenails. Like, no, because you know guys like to rub their feet on you and stuff. Like, no, you're not gonna. What you're not gonna do? Because if they not cutting their toes, then they not getting their toes like like scrubbed either. Yes, like that means you know, they, they got hella dead skin. skin. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, it's too much. Mm-mm. So everybody agrees with Grizzly Bell. <laughs> yep. Okay. Come on, no shave, no bimble. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather your partner? <laughs> Would you rather your partner be with a dumb wealthy partner or a smart broke one? So basically, like he dumb and rich, or either smart and broke. Yes. Ooh, take dumb and rich for a hundred. Right, because that means I got all the access to the money. <laughs> right. yeah, okay. I yeah, I take, take I take dumb and uh dumb and rich too, because baby, I will teach you a little something. Because right. either he inherited that money, because he couldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that means it ain't always gonna be there. So let me help him, help us. Unless he went viral for being dumb, and now he's just making <laughs> they be money. doing that nowadays. <laughs> okay, um. So, would you rather outlive your partner or them outlive you? Ooh. Them outlive me. Ooh. So you okay? So you want them to outlive you? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to live without my partner. I feel like once Aww. you live without your partner, you die shortly after that. Like, I never even thought of nothing like that. I I don't know. I would have to go first too, cause you know <clears throat> that's heartbreaking. And assuming been and assuming for that like years, you know, we've been together. Yeah, assuming that we've been together for years, you all I know. Like, mm-hmm. it's no way. Mm-hmm. It's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer for us to go together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my cousin. On situation. My cousin, her her um, parents died together. Oh, yeah, how? She came, um, she came home when when they she, she actually she went out. I think she went out to the club, and then when she came home that night, later on that night, she, she said both of them was in the bed dead. 
They were oh, older. Yeah, they were old. They had me crying. Girl. Yes, girl. It's still hard for her to this day, y'all. I be oh, feeling so bad for my cousin, man. I be like, oh, God. Oh. I can't even imagine. Mm. And she was still living with her parents, so. Oh, oh man. Mm. Okay, last question. Would you rather get married and never have kids or have kids and never get married? Ooh. Have kids and never get married. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get married. Would, you want to get married? Yeah. I'm going to get married and grow a dog. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, I, is that an option? I like, would. is that the option? <laughs> Look, adopt is not an option. <laughs> it says have kids and never. I would never have kids. Look at us twisting a narrative. I would have kids and never get married just because I would want to experience bringing a life into this world. Mm-hmm. That is something that I feel like, and you know, like it's sad to say, you know, a lot of women don't, they don't get that chance. And I feel like if you have that opportunity, why not? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always said, if I'm not with somebody, if I'm not married, if I'm not with somebody seriously, like women have uh, 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 ticking bombs. The clock be ticking, okay? <laughs> no, it don't. It that shit, long, I'm gonna tell you that shit slowed down for Nicki Minaj, Janet Jackson, Rihanna. No, they are, rich. They are, they are rich. They are rich. They are rich. They can. It, it, it is slow down for me. It was. They slow can down make for that me. happen. They probably froze their eggs, all type of stuff. We don't mm-hmm. know. They, but they, they made that happen. They rich. They can do that. But for like normal people, like you, you, you have to. Uh-uh. <laughs> Kirsten, we have a mutual friend, mom, that had a baby late. That don't mean it's healthy. It's not. <laughs> my, well, my mom had my sister late. My sister's three. My mom had my sister late. She was premature. She had to stay in the hospital for three months. Like, Ooh. you know, like it's 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 the fact that I've seen that. Like, I just, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, like if I'm not married or with somebody, I gave myself to 32. I'm going to go have a baby by myself. Yeah, same. I'm not waiting mm-hmm. for no man to give me no child. I can do that by myself. Mm-hmm. And people get divorces every day, B. Like, right. yeah, man, 50, 50. Your kids are not going to leave you. If you're a good parent, your kids going to always be there for you. Like, <laughs> it's going to always be a relationship. But niggas come and go. Um, mm-hmm. Kids don't. Okay, y'all. So that was question ten. Um, but before I do wrap up my segment, I do have a a, a question for you guys. Um, and it's so crazy. Um, because earlier Kirsten said that the reason behind her career path was her being able to give back. Um, I was just talking to Stephanie today, like literally before the podcast, and I was like, I really wanted to ask, um, everyone, you know how do how do you plan to give back or you know how do you want to do that because for me um i have hs uh it's a skin little skin thing hydrantitis supravita um and i get like boils and stuff and you know like for women like that shit is kind of like like uh like especially if, you know if you're in a relationship it's not nothing that's bad like nothing that you've done but I just wanted to make a platform, you know, for 
for women like that so they feel like they have a safe space to talk about it because it's real and it's a lot and it's stressful so how do y'all how do y'all have you know any ideas on you know how you want to give back or any plans to give back um, um, I have. Two. I personally was thinking about that today, and that's crazy that you said as well. But I kind of want to teach in some sense. Um, what I do now in the beauty field, like a lot of people are getting in it, but the crowd that I do want to teach are like the younger ones that's coming to high school because I've noticed like a lot of the girls that come to me, some of them are in high school and they kind of ask me questions, mm-hmm. like in a big sisterly role, and I kind of live through them as well because I haven't physically did like the whole four year stuff in college and stuff mm-hmm. but I just noticed like a lot of the things that they asked me like I was looking for that when I was their age so I just feel like it would be a closer bond if I just mm-hmm. give back by teaching and then you mm-hmm. know build connections with the girls coming I love that I love yeah, that yeah and it means something to you because you can relate because mm-hmm. you was, was there before you was there you did it yeah. that's good that's good Um, Step you said you had two yeah, I have um two. One of them, I wanted to um actually have like a a retreat, like a retreat set up um for like people that actually can't afford to go to like a retreat, but an area where we could um like I could come in like different cities maybe, or either have like a cabin where like once a month I would have like a a week worth of like. have like women come in to do different sessions with like we can do like um mental like a mental health day where we you know sit down we kind of anybody seen the show uh goops okay so it'd be something like that but not like too deep into that stuff like she'd be doing but kind of like that but on a lower level like more so like I want to be able to have a mental health day I like that I like that Mm -hmm. idea yeah like I have like a mental health day another day where we focus on like meditation another day we work Mm -hmm. on a physical body the next day we might work on a spiritual body like connecting with God and then another day we may uh, I guess this can combine into one another day where we talk about finances like I want to be able to you know help like before they leave out of there like get them set up like on a financial plan like set goals to where you know who like get connections on okay if somebody want to buy a house these are the steps that you would take to buy a house We and then we um, outsource with like different you know black owned businesses that's into real estate or black owned businesses mm-hmm. that's into financial literacy I want to be able to um, before they leave out of there that we to be able to have access to those things because a lot of times um like women we we struggle with like we stress out a lot because of finances because of like relationship because of trauma so like that whole week experience mm-hmm. I kind of want them to go through like a healing experience but like on the last couple of days like I feel like the first three days we're like healing but on the last um three days we're focusing more on building like okay mm-hmm. now we can yes. set goals like now I want to start you know putting it out mm-hmm. there like what we trying to manifest so mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I want to do I like that. I like that, Stephanie. I like that. Because, I mean, because they, I'm pretty sure they have places like that, but. It's It's not not for, yeah. It's It's more expensive. You see, that's why I was like, the one on the goop, like, it's kind of like that, but it's not too much. And though, like, none of our people can afford that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Jasmine? Yeah, um, 
basically I feel that we all touched on the same thing just serving as a safe place for women you know in our communities in a lot of places we don't have that like we have a lot of stuff for males but as far as women we don't have a lot of things for women as far as you know the resources to um talking to people about different disorders or different um issues that we may go be going through like with um, mental you know just being a, a a place for you know having people to come to to you know get the help that they need so whatever it is that I want to provide I want to provide that for women I want to mm. you know serve you know and be kind you know mm-hmm. it's it's hard with with women to just be kind Mm-hmm. and trust trust each mm-hmm. other you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. no women is perfect but when a whole bunch of women are together we are powerful yes, you know? yes. so mm-hmm. whatever it is you know I just want to be able to prov- to have that element wherever location or whatever it is that God is going to take me I want to provide that to have you know, people to come in to provide those resources for people or like Stephanie said, to create a community to where, you know, uh, women can get together and heal, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. And it's it's crazy because in other cultures, they actually do that. But like here in America, we don't we actually don't join it. together. Mm-hmm. And another thing, what, what I was going to say, what Jasmine said, the, the stuff that women do have access to, or things like welfare, uh, mm-hmm. food stamps. It's nothing to like. I mean, not. I'm not knocking food stamps. I'm not knocking. Well, you know, I I know certain um certain situations. That's probably all that they. Girl, have. what? Because I get food stamps. What? But but what I am saying is that uh, we like the government is not going to provide anything for us to actually be better you know what I'm saying like the best chance that somebody in the projects got to be successful is to be a CNA like they offer that and it's it's just not fair like we should have more resources than becoming a CNA and becoming Mm -hmm. a phlebotomist like We could do Speak more than be it. in the medical field. Yeah, I mean, not it. saying like a taking, like bad girl, medical taking field, care but people. just take we care can do exactly. we can we can do more. Like yeah. we could do way <laughs> more than just just wife and bud, and you know, way more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more that we can do, and I just wish that that was open more for like you know black people in the lower lower level, like the lower classes. Yeah. Right, and I wish that there were like more like. And I know there are groups out there, like for people who, you know, want to learn more about, you know, HS or endometriosis or, mm-hmm. you know, diagnosis that people don't, we don't really or discuss. BTO, or PTOS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diagnosis that we, that people don't really talk about on a regular basis. Or you mm-hmm. may think you self, we're, we're quicker to self-diagnose ourselves, mm-hmm. and, you know, before we actually get help. So if we have like yeah. those you know people if we had those resources those people that you know that are educated in that way you know to be you know in in the in the community or the to be that resource that we need and a lot of people will know more about it and when we know be better, able we do to better. be able to yeah. do something about it before, before it becomes like a big issue yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Okay. Well, let's jump into today's um topic. Um, today's topic is preparing for um transformation. Uh, so I did kind of like you know tap into some things, but I'm not going to go too deep into it. Um, I just want to touch base. Like, you know, last week we talked about investing in ourselves. And this week, I feel like we should talk about preparing for the transformation because when you start investing in yourself, you're going to see a transformation. Like, something different is going to happen in your life. Like, a lot of things, um, when we're we're investing in ourselves, like, we had a lot of tips on how we can invest in ourselves. Um, I know it was a lot of information that we provided in our last um, our last episode. But what I want to remind people is when it comes down to investing in yourself, the part of the preparation begins with doing one thing at a time. You got to take one step at a time because you don't have to, you don't have to change everything at one time. You just have to change like one thing at a time and the power of preparation. That's basically taking one step. And that step becoming um, steps taken. You know what I'm saying? There's different steps that everybody take in life. So for an example, um, preparation kind of helps you break out of your normal life into the transformation. It's It's the form from here to there. It's when you're going, when you're going from here to there, you're going to be leaving a lot of things that you used to have behind. Most of those things we think that we need are kind of like surface level um, because what God has for us is much bigger than what we can actually even imagine. Mm-hmm. And the things that we we're, we're trying to do in life, the things that we're, the reason why we're investing in ourselves right now is because we're trying to uh, set up for generations to come. Like the things that we're doing right now is for the generation, for our kids, kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's really not even about us. It's, it's all for them because you got to think about it. Like you got to think about our ancestors that paved the way for us. Like the things that they did is for us to be right here where we are in, in life right now. Mm-hmm. And as women, one thing we have the gift to do is to nurture. And in order for us to nurture, we have to be, we have to tap into our feminine energy and being in your feminine energy, that requires you to be able to flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to flow into your new self or flow into your higher self um so when we have to ask when we have to ask or when god is wanting to change us you know we got to ask god to teach us how to flow through life because um the new life that we have we want to just flow right into it you know what i'm saying so i had a couple of ways that i think um will be helpful um number one is to consider your possibilities so transition is is hard, but when you're going into transition um, or preparing for transition, one of the things you could how you could prepare for it is consider all the possibilities. So instead of letting life happen to you, what you could do is think of all the possibilities um, that can happen in the midst of your transition, whether they're good or bad. And when you just um, when you determine what those things could possibly be you need to make a list of them and figure out ways to overcome them but the only thing about making a list and figuring out how things overcome things is sometimes people will get too far in their head Mm. (laughs) so you don't want to overthink it you just want to take it into consideration because there's a difference between overthinking and taking it in consideration like you can't get advice for people you say okay i'll take that into consideration but you don't want to overthink what somebody is trying to tell you um, the second thing I say will be uh, planning ahead. So we we got all the um, possibilities. 
we rolled it out. Now we just need to think about a strategy. They say planning is everything. You know what I'm saying? So if you're planning and you're thinking through your possibilities and planning out strategies, um, you can rely on, you can't rely on just one plan because as we know, you know, life happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and, um, you know, you know, the plan changed. So some people be stuck on a plan that they had when they was 18, but you're not the same 18 year old person that you used to be. So that's why it's important that you're constantly planning and, and and you, you you know, you having goals and you sticking to them goals and you going after it. The third thing I would say is establish a support group. Um, the reason why I say establish a support group, because when you're transitioning in life, it's hard when it's something new, especially it's hard because, Sometimes and that when and when you have a support crew, you gotta have the right people in your group because sometimes when you're transitioning, it just seems like it's too hard and you wanna give up. Like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. But it it is for you. It's just it's just harder than what you thought it was gonna be. Mm. Um and then lastly, I would say, um lastly I just wanna remind everybody that sometimes transition comes unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but having these three steps in 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 your mind, being you know, be, taking the being considerate of possibilities, planning and establishing a uh, support group, having those three plans in mind make the transition a little bit easier. Now, the reason why I really wanted to kind of bring that up, but I don't know if you guys seen this uh, spinoff to uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I I I don't want to be like a spoiler alert, but um, but I did kind of want to like tap into something. So did anybody get a chance to see the new Hillary? Yes. Singer, yes. lover. Yes. yes. Okay, so right. I'm loving <laughs> I'm loving this new Hillary. Like this new Hillary, she could cook without burning the house down. Y'all remember last time the old Hillary mm-hmm. burned the kitchen down. So she's a cook. So she know all her basic household skills. Um, this Hillary is dark skin compared to like the light skin um, Hillary that we used to have back in the days. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they kept her still like prissy and fashionable and still like a daddy's girl. But now she's more ambitious. She's like independent. Um, the old yeah she is smart yes the old hillary a little was a little ditzy mm-hmm. and uh she kind of relied on daddy's money <laughs> um but this you know this new hillary she's trying to like make her own like play like make her own self um the old hillary was more so like the bad and bougie stuck up version and like the new hillary she's more like a a youtube a youtuber influencer she's like you know constantly you know reaping out uh, reaching out to her people mm-hmm. now the reason why i brought up um hillary is because this is like a lot of people was kind of upset about you know this new hillary like oh my gosh we wanted this hillary we wanted her to be the Hillary that burns the kitchen down, the light-skinned Hillary, the Hillary that relies on daddy money, the the bad and bougie stuck-up Hillary, the, you know, the ditzy Hillary. Like, the Hillary would never, she would never be cooking, <laughs> you know? So I was just kind of reading some, some of the comments. And the reason why I brought it up is because when we talk about preparing for um, the transformation, See, when you're going through a transformation and you're becoming the person that you want to be, 
everybody not going to look at you like the new person that you're going to be. They're going to look at you like how you used to be. Used to be. Mm-hmm. And see what happening with the new show with Bel Air. They're look they're kind of upset about this new Hillary because they want her to be who she used to be and she's not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we go through a transformation, that are th- that are that's going to be something that um we have to like kind of take into consideration is that the person who you used to people who you used to be will still stand out to people who used to know you. Mm-hmm. So you have the and you with this new like this new Hillary, you see she surrounded herself around new people. Like she started making connection with new like even like I don't know if she has any friends yet. It hasn't like got too deep into that. But for the most part, what I've been seeing Hillary do, she's been like by herself. Like she's been kind of just like focused on, you know, this is what I want to do for myself. And she's been kind of speaking up for herself. She she's not like sitting around and just, okay, well, you know, relying on somebody else to make decisions for her. She's kind of like, mm, allow me to reintroduce myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mis- if I'm not mistaken, like her mom put her out. And yeah. she was like, okay. Yeah. And then she also said something about like, oh well, but you want to run my life too? Like she's she's not giving nobody no power to run her life. And Sometimes we we can be that way, like not even knowing it. Like we give people too much power to run our life, mm-hmm. and we we can't we can't be like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's kind of like all the all that I wanted to touch base on. Um, uh, with you know just you know you know reminding everybody just to prepare for the transformation because we're all going through like a transformation right now in life, especially like Kirsten said, putting God first in everything that you do. He really mm-hmm. gonna make things happen. It's gonna be mm-hmm. really. He's going to really make some changes, but um, I know time is winding down, and um, this time we want to take some time to make our audience part of the show, and for our audience, if you ever have a question or a confession, and you would, you would like some feedback, you can always DM us on Instagram at Calling the Girls Podcast, or you can email us at callingthegirlspodcast at gmail.com, and you know, all the links will be in the description box below. But in the meantime, Crystal, what is today's confession? Okay, you guys, for closing up with the confession, the subject is leaving toxic friendships. So I think I might have to let my best friend go. We have been best friends for 10 years, but she has treated me badly in the past and doesn't seem to be interested in making up for it, even though I told her it hurt me. She is of the opinion, well, we are best friends, so we can just treat each other however we want, even though I have said it makes me feel bad. It has been a while since she last treated me badly, but I have been thinking back over our whole friendship, and she never really made me made up for any of the times. And I don't know, I don't mean little things, I mean some of the cruelest, meanest things anyone has ever said to me. So even though it has been a while, it has happened enough times that I can't believe that she doesn't still think of those things. And she's so inconsistent. I have never, ever had a chance to build trust back or feel safe with her again. Even if she is not actively being mean, I cannot trust her and she will actually be there because she usually won't be. All of this means it depresses me to think of her as a best friend because I surely deserve the person who supposedly treats me to the best 
to actually treat me well. So I don't think I need to cut her off completely because she is still really fun. And when she is nice to me, she's really, really nice. But I just cannot think of her as my best friend anymore. But I don't know how to stop thinking of her as my best friend. She had such a large part of my heart for so long. And I still think of her whenever anything involving friends come up. I just want to give her... Oh, my God, okay. It's a little bit in the way. But she is not a friend to me, so I need to stop. But I don't know how. So what do y'all have to say about this text, this relationship? Hmm. Okay, so clearly that's not your friend. <laughs> um, I think that I think that, you know, if she's been friends with her for so long, yeah, it's going to be hard, but that comes with, like, even with your friends in any relationship that you have, you have to put yourself first at all times. If you feel like, you know, she's cruel and mean, you need to walk away from that. It's going to hurt, you know, but everybody is not meant to, you know, she could be holding you back from whatever it is that God has planned for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't hold on to somebody just because they've always been there. Maybe that's the problem. Mm-hmm. They've always been there and mm-hmm. you and you continue to, you know, be on this roller coaster of a friendship supposedly with this person like no, I would just cut that off altogether and mm-hmm. and you know, close that chapter. Curious uh, what you think? Um, I think that you need to listen to what people are telling you. If people are consistently making you not feel good, then you need to listen to that. Like, they are telling you. They don't. When people stop caring about the way they make you feel, then I feel like there's an issue. Mm. Um, And clearly, they've had conversations where she has brought the issue up to her friend. She has felt disrespected. So, no, you got to let that go. Like um like the lady just said like self-love is the best love and in any relationship you want to be respected and it doesn't sound like there's respect on on one level of this relationship and Mm -hmm. also i think sometimes we get so caught up in like history and Mm -hmm. that you go we'll stay in situations and it's like I can know, like, I go by vibes. I don't care, like, how long we've known each other. Yep. The vibe mm-hmm. you're showing me is not that I can trust you, then we don't have a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I think. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that history thing because you could meet a person and 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 it just met them maybe, like, six months and you vibe with them, like, hard. Like, y'all, mm-hmm. like, y'all in sync versus somebody that you've been friends with for 10 years, like, Y'all can't even have a decent conversation with each other. Like, y'all don't even relate to the same thing. Like, when you grow up, people change. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you was a friend for me in the past, but you ain't a friend for me for where I'm at right now. That's not what exactly. I mean. Exactly. And the fact that she said that, um, you know, she brought this up to her and she said, well, you my friend and I can talk to you like this. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. I oh, no, you can't. I just one thing I don't like. Don't talk to me like that. Like don't, no, I don't do. Even, I don't even play that. that type of I don't. That's do that the quickest way to end my. I'm I'm done. Like that's I'm the done. quickest way for you to get on your way out. But <laughs> I, 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 as a friend, 
as a friend, like if I'm coming to any one of my friends and I'm telling them, I don't like how you said this to me, or even as a friend, they, I'm gonna apologize. Exactly. Or even if a friend came to me and said, "Well, Stephanie, I don't like how you came at me and said that," I'm like, "Well, dang, my bad. I I didn't mean it that way. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it was how I said it because maybe I did mean to say what I said, but I didn't mean to say it like that." Mm-hmm. Like I could have, like I could have, like you know, because it's different. Like if if, if she walking into like, girl, you stink. Like girl, you need to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if she got some personal things going on or something like that, you know, she probably I'm not saying that this is what the girl is saying, but I'm just saying like in situations like this, like cause some people may take things like that and make it cruel, but it may just be like how she said it, like. But in this case, it's different. But I'm just saying, like, in general, yeah. if, like, how you say things, too, is very important, like, mm-hmm. when you're in a friendship. Mm-hmm. In any relationship, they say uh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, how you mm-hmm. approach the situation. You have to be mindful of other people's feelings. Yeah. It's not When you're dealing with other people, when you're dealing with other people, like, you know, that you know, a, a partner or yes, you're in a relationship or a friend, you know, you have to always consider their feelings too. Like, yeah, you know, put yourself first. I'm all for that. That's me all day long. But when I'm dealing with somebody, like if they come to me and tell me I made them feel any type of way and that was not my intent, mm-hmm. I'm going to apologize 100% because, mm-hmm. you know, if I didn't mean it that way, I didn't mean it that way. But, you know, it's not like, like, like um Steph said, it's not, what you say, but it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Another thing she said is they don't even have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I don't been in boundaries a few, are I important. Say, I can't say I've, I've been in a mm-hmm. few uh, friendships where you know the boundaries were crossed, but for me, you know, you know when when the chips fell, I let them lay. Like it was what it was, and I never looked back. Mm. So what about you, Crystal, Jasmine? Did any one of y'all want to add anything? So I'm just going to piggyback off what everybody said. I just feel like it's, when I was reading it, first off, it sounded one-sided. So when it was that's one-sided, another that's thing I, I said. Like, mm-hmm. all right, boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. That's a that's what I was about to say, too. Because mm-hmm. it's two sides to two stories. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like she kind of want to be her friend, but she kind of don't because she get her feelings hurt. But is what kind of friends are they? Are they like that tough girlfriend? Like they could just be, be like, that's what I said. It's different. Because if they super blunt, like super blunt friends, like I know like super blunt friends where they could just say anything. You would look at them like, dang, y'all all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, no, that's just how we talk to each other because they're super blunt, but they have that type of friendship. They can do that to each other, like, because they both dominant women. Like, mm-hmm. so it to them, they, they like that because they it's not, like, toxic. It's more so like, no, I'm going to keep it real with you. You keep it real with me. You know, it ain't no hard feelings. We That's just how we are, but they don't do that with other people. Like they and they also have a very small circle. It's kind of like them too, and maybe two other girls. But they don't even have that many people in their friendship because some other girls would kind of be like, "Uh, uh-uh, I, I don't mess with them." Mm-mm. Yeah, and then it's also you also have to look at yourself too because you know she just pointing a finger, pointing a finger. But you know what type of friend are you to her? Mm-hmm. You know, like what are what are you doing or what have you done to make you know her feel like feel that way you know so you know it is two sides to every story and um 
yeah, people people also need to be mindful of themselves in situations and relationships like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes with it might not be her situation or it may be, but it also falls in line with transition too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. how we once communicated with our friend years ago mm-hmm. may not be how they want to communicate now. 10 years from now. Yes, know? girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like being conscious of our words and how mm-hmm. we say it. Because I've been in friendships, you know, and I have a, a long lasting friendship, you know, and God is working in our lives. But there, like you said, it's the accountability. Like sometimes we say things without even knowing mm-hmm. that that it hurts them, you mm-hmm. know? And it takes for a moment to where it's like, well, I can't take it no more. So now I'm going to blow up. I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. And in order for this to work, two people have to be willing to effectively listen. Mm-hmm. Meaning one person talks. The other person listen fully and vice versa. That's the only way I can see this happening. And if they want to prolong their friendship, they have to develop boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that friend, or, and that means what transition means, okay, you have to learn how to communicate with me now. Because mm-hmm. what we, how we communicated years ago is different. Mm-hmm. And it hurt my heart to hear that a friend of mine, um, you know, we've been friends for years for her to say to me, well, how you said something that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell her, I had to tell her, you know, I apologize for how I said it. I want you to know that your feelings, they mean everything to me. How you mm-hmm. feel, it means everything to me. Mm-hmm. So for me to say something that was not to your liking, forgive me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes, it comes with maturity mm-hmm. and Humbleness, you know, and accountability, and accountability Mm -hmm. instead of, and you know how it is like nobody wants to be point the finger at, you know, like you did this, Mm -hmm. you did this, no, Mm -hmm. but you did that. Mm -hmm. Because I can see them right now in person, she's saying all this, and the other girl straight cut her off. Yeah, yeah, I, I, they would have to actually get into a safe zone to where they can Mm -hmm. actually kind of have this conversation, get it all off their chest, Yeah. 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 Because I can, if her friend is cruel as she's saying, like I just feel like she's the type of person that comes off real strong, and it's taken as being, you know, um, like if you said she comes off as strong, you know, a lot of times strong personalities may be perceived as, as being rude, a, offensive, a rude, bully. Yeah, I know. I get that. I get that all the time. I, 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 used I get to it. Definitely time, get that all the time. Not- and it's not the case for me. Like, it's really right. not. I'm it's just, not. I just, you know, like I said, like, because I, I do have to apologize to a lot of people because, like, it don't be, it's not what I say, it's how I say it. Like, mm-hmm. I get into it with my brothers, like, but we've always been like that. And they know me and they be saying, like, you know, that she ain't mean it like that. That's just, you know, that's just my sister. That's how she is. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I've been working on myself too because I, because I know that you know me being so blunt and you know just saying what I feel like I just feel like I don't need to put a filter on what I what I want to say I just need to know how to approach the situations differently and Mm -hmm. still and still say what it is I mean to say right 
Right. And that goes all back to uh trans like preparing for transformation. Like mm-hmm. Jasmine was saying, when we get older or the older we go in the transition, we don't communicate like how we used to. Like I, I grew up in the projects and, and if I go back to North Carolina, a lot of people will still try to communicate to me like how I how I used to when I grew up in the projects. Yes. And then I, I you know, going going to a whole nother state, going into Atlanta, it was different. Like, cause first of all, I started off when I first came out. Um, to Atlanta and Buckhead <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like you know me and Kirsten that's what me and Kirsten met and we dealt with a lot of we dealt with white corporate mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so we we couldn't be in well we could but we couldn't really like be in the meetings like girl wait uh uh-uh, uh mm-hmm. you know what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> no mm-hmm. we had to be like okay first of all we black we can't be in here acting like that you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like it was it's rules like when you get in the, into the in corporate worlds like that so you know as I as I started developing a new tone in my voice and I start um like the way the way I talk now it's more so like well hello you know (laughs) it ain't no oh my god girl what's up you know what I'm saying I mean I still do that but it's a time and place for everything you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so the way I used to communicate and it's crazy because I still have people that when they see me they're like yo what I said and I'm like oh hey how you doing they looking at me like girl uh -uh, don't act like that and I'm like nah bro I just have to let you know I don't communicate that way anymore I remember and you know I don't want you to think I'm acting different or I change or anything like that but I'm just letting you know that I that just doesn't work for me anymore mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's just like yeah. jeans I don't wear that size no more so <laughs> you know oh. if we can say that about our pants I can say that about my attitude I can say that about the words that I speak I'm sorry mm-hmm. I don't wear that size anymore I'm sorry I don't speak like that no more I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying I don't do those things anymore you know what I'm saying I'm not I'm not that person anymore so yeah, I'm I'm just not that person, especially like like Kirsten was saying, having that relationship God, with God has definitely changed like a lot of my lifestyle. So a lot of things that I used to do as far as my lifestyle, I don't really do all that no more. Like I'm more so trying to you know just make sure I'm rep- representing like God no matter what, like whatever I choose to do, I'm just not out here you know just doing all kind of stuff you know what I'm saying I'm just trying to be mindful of like who I'm out here representing too Mm -hmm. yeah so um I think that pretty much wraps up the show that brings us to the end um Kirsten we want to thank you again um for joining us um you guys, you know, Kirsten, she still is a fasting from IG. <laughs> so she <laughs> <did>. <laughs> But y'all, I will leave her link um to her um Instagram in the description box below. And you know, and she'll check it out and if she decides she'll follow you guys back. Um, so thank you so much, Kirsten, for joining. Thanks for having thank, me. Thank so you. Much fun, guys. Yay. Yes. And thank you to our listeners for joining in. Please leave a review, like, and subscribe to our podcast. Also, if you would like to um, so show support to our show, you could donate to our Patreon. That link will also be um, down in the description box below. That helps us to be able to uh, continue to provide more content, content and produce um, producing the show don't forget to follow us on youtube and instagram at calling the girls podcast uh, we would love to have you join a part of our community um, remember we release episodes every wednesday so if you would like to be a part of the show dm us or call um, email us 
at calling the girls podcast at gmail.com. All links will be in the description box um, below and as well as our Instagram pages. And until next time, bye. 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 bye.